Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Welcome to the Ordinary Black Professionals. I'm Nicole. And I'm Stefan. And this week we're discussing job hunting. Whoop, whoop. So in July, in January, it's statistically a month where a lot of people decide that they want to leave their current job and move on to something new. They've had the time over Christmas to really reflect and think. And they come into the new year and they say, actually, I don't want to do this, this job anymore. So I want to find something new. Yeah. So because of that, we thought it'd be good to share our experiences of looking for a job and also providing some some tips as well on how how to go about your job search. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So new year, new job. I think first tip is consider the type of company that you want to apply for before you apply. What yeah. are your things that are important to you? What are your must-haves? And also think about the type of work culture that you like mm, to, I agree. to thrive in. You know, think about working somewhere in the new year for, you know, the next year or so that you feel like you can thrive in. Yeah. And I would say to use an analogy, think of it like dating. If you're on a dating app, you have to fit in some requirements and you think about what it is you want in a partner. Do the same thing when it comes to a company. Think about, as Stefan said, what are your must-haves? What is this, what is the things that you want in your next company? Do you want your next company to really think about progression and career development? Or do you want your next company to really think about um, that work-life balance or to make sure that there is a, a, a pay rise every year? What is it that's important to you? Or do you want a company where you can work quite autonomously and people aren't that interested in kind of socials every week mm. um and that's that comes back to the work culture because we had that episode uh before about work culture and and those things that you mentioned it's all about that culture yeah you know, what does that company do what how do the people behave and yeah, yeah i agree and i think when you are more experienced in your career that list of what you must have but gets longer and longer and longer. Mm. What I would want now, five and a half years in, compared to what I would want when I'm two years into my career are completely different. And I'm sure when I'm 10, 15 years into my career, my must-haves will be completely different to what they are now. Yeah. You know, if you know that you want to have kids, for example, in a few years' time, then obviously you'd want to work for a company where that work-life balance is good and where they speak about that quite openly. So really think about what you want now in a company, but what you may potentially want in the in the future as well. Because more know, than likely you're going to be there for, what, at least two years. That's a good point. I don't think about that because, you know, what was right for you when you joined the company that you work for now may not necessarily be right for you where you are in your life today mm. or where you are going to be in your life in the future. Yeah. So, you know, moving company is not just about the fact that, oh, I'm not getting paid what I want to get paid or, uh, you know, my manager doesn't treat me the way I want to be treated yeah. or stuff like that. It's also like, is this, com- is this company working for me? Mm. Uh, someone once told me. That's so true. Someone once told me that once uh, a company once you're working for a company and you're no longer learning something you're, you're no longer learning new things it's time to leave mm. right but do but don't you think for consulting that's quite tricky because whether you're learning is dependent on what project you're on and some projects as we know the consultants out there listening are better than others 
Yes. And it can be like, you can be on the deadest project where you learn nothing, but then two months later, you'll be on the most exciting, thrilling, challenging project ever. Yes, but I think learning is more than like uh, what you're learning day to day. It's also about, um, does that company provide the resources, the time okay, for you yeah. to learn new skills or the uh, facilities yeah. or, you know, even the fact that you can move to another project, is there a project in the future that you see yourself in and, mm. and that possibly you could join? Mm, that's very yeah. true. That is very, very true. So, yeah, there, there's opportunities out there um, if you're consulting and if you're in that type of situation. But in other situations, some people are in jobs where you can't move left and right so much. You kind of have to stay in your, mm, your lane. In, in your path. And if what you see coming next in your path is just not uh, going to push you to where you want to be, then, hey, maybe it's time to leave. Yeah, that's very true. So then our second tip would be check out Glassdoor, look for feedback, look for reviews. So I personally use Glassdoor all the time if I'm looking for a job, and I check it quite frequently even now. Um, I think it's good at giving a picture on how employees feel at the time because you will see the good and you will see the bad yeah. however what I will say is that some smaller companies they don't they don't always have as much data on Glassdoor as you know I don't know a sky or something for example so it can be difficult to determine how people really feel or what that company is really like because the data just isn't there for those smaller companies but all in all, I think it's a good resource to use to get that feedback, check out reviews, check out how much people are, people earn and check out what the um, interview process is like as well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really powerful resource. Um, I read Glassdoor for every company that I apply to. Mm. Sometimes the data is not there for everyone, but, you know, I, the ones that do have enough data, then I can sort of take that, as you say, with a pinch of salt. And make sure that I read it to see if there's anything useful that people are saying. Sometimes people have some really unique mm. information that they put in those reviews. And you'll be like, okay, I didn't know that. And I couldn't have found that anywhere else, right? Yeah. There's probably other sites as well, like Glassdoor, right? But I'm not sure who, what other sites have that level of... Um, like cover all bases. Cover. They've got pay interviews and the reviews. Yeah, and also like care about grads and senior positions and yeah. very senior positions because there's others like uh, rate my placement. Oh yeah, like yeah. But they're they're very you know, targeted. Yeah. Levels and things. That's like that. very true. You know, so if you are a graduate or intern, maybe something like rate my placement will be useful for you. Um, and if you're looking for an experienced role, you know, something more like Glassdoor. Yeah, I'd agree. Our third tip would be when applying for a job, use all different avenues that are available to you. What do I mean by that? What I mean is apply directly, use your network and use recruiters as well. Yeah. Use everything, like all the resources out there to apply for a job and I feel like just by me saying that I feel like that sounds really obvious but you know I know people who apply for jobs and they will only use recruiters or they'll only kind of use their network I think it's good just to tackle like all your bases because what I find of applying for jobs sometimes is that it's a bit of a numbers game especially when there's you know especially in January when there's so many jobs that flood onto the market if anyone's looked on LinkedIn recently, there are a ton of jobs available because they know that January people move and so the market's a bit more saturated. So lots of people are applying for different stuff. So it does become a bit more of a numbers game. So if it is a numbers game, use all that, like, use all the possible routes out there to help you find a job. Yeah, but also there are some companies that do not hire recruiters, right? So if you go for a recruiter, you're never going to find lows of companies right yeah and then so you need to be searching um directly for these companies but i mean it's not like you're going to have a, a list of companies to search for so linkedin is a kind of place or and you know other job boards are places where you can find the jobs directly into these companies and they put their link up there so you can go it, it just gives you a hyperlink 
straight to their website. Yeah. Or even um, sometimes on the LinkedIn ones, it's like you can apply via LinkedIn. Yeah. So then you just have to attach your CV and then it will send the information to the company. Sometimes with that thing, I like to apply via LinkedIn and directly if there's a direct option because I have applied via LinkedIn before and they will not look at it. Yeah, I heard I don't nothing. know why they even activated it. Do you know why? Do you know what it why is? is because I think because it's so easy to do it. Because when you have a application, like when you have a job and all you have to do to apply is upload your CV, click, click yeah. for it with LinkedIn. It means that you just must get those companies must get hundreds and hundreds of people and they can't filter through all. And I think they either don't filter through all of them because they have a cut-off gate date but they don't update the LinkedIn or they see your in or they see your CV and then don't respond back to what you say so just don't give you a response yeah because I applied direct um, via LinkedIn and then LinkedIn sent me a notification said they've read my CV and I thought okay good I'm expecting you know maybe in the next day or two a response nothing nothing till now that's the thing when and maybe they saw my CV and thought nah but it's funny because then I apply directly and I got a response. Mm. So, yeah, I think if you, because you're right, right, it's so easy to just send off your CV. Usually on their direct website, you have to do a few, there's a few more hoops to jump through, but it's just that it gives them a bit more filtering so they get less results back mm. and then they can like respond to a f- to fewer people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you can, apply directly. Yeah. What I would say about recruiters though, is that you have to remember that recruiters are essentially their salespeople. They're going to be selling you the role. They're going to be highly encouraging you to go for that role. And they're going to be applying a bit of of pressure or a bit of, uh, not not pressure, urgency to to get your CV to them. Yeah, (laughs) even when there's none, to get your CV to them quickly. Once the C, once you have their CV, to 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 get through to the round, to get through to the you know next rounds, to give an answer super quickly, all of that stuff. Yeah. So, just when you're dealing with a recruiter, just have that at the back of their mind that they do not have your, or or they don't always have your best interests at, at you know in mind, and that ultimately you getting a job results to them getting extra commission. So obviously that they're going to want to push you along the along the, yep. the process quicker, and obviously there's going to they're going to put some urgency there. Whether there's urgency from the 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 company or not, they're going to create a sense of urgency so you can kind of go through the process quite quickly and they because they want their commission and they've got targets. Yeah. So my experience with recruiters have been you know, ups and downs, pros and cons, some that have been really, really great. I've had a lot more downs than ups. And then some that's been not very good at all. So, you know, have a think about that. Yeah. And use your network as well. In most companies that I know, um, there are bonuses or, um, you know, incentives for employees to refer someone that they know. Yeah. And, you know people either through your LinkedIn or, or personally or, or whatever uh, who work for these companies that you may be applying for and if you use your network and apply through them and, and go through their referral scheme there are so there are benefits to them because there's that incentive that the company gives them but there are also benefits to you right and and sometimes those benefits to you are not apparent they're not so clear right but I think one of the biggest benefits is that you now have somebody inside the company who can help you, right? So if you have any problems with your application, if you have um, you know, a lack of response or you sent your CV and you got no response, there's someone inside who can literally talk to that person directly, yeah. the recruiter, and then say, look, I referred this guy. Um, he's got no response what, what stage are we at yeah and and they can push your application in and they want to because they want they want, they also want that incentive yeah right exactly i think there are statistics i don't know what the statistic is but there are statistics that um people who are referred are more likely to receive the job oh really yeah and I think if, if you're asking for someone to refer you as well you've got inside knowledge on what that company's really like 
mm-hmm. and that person can give you kind of the good, the bad and the ugly as well. Um, I've referred people before and have given like a really honest um, depiction of the company that I'm at at the time. And I've been able to tell them what the pros are, what the cons are. Tip number four, practice what you're going to say. I do this all the time. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, especially when you're more experienced, the interviews are a lot of competency-based interviews. So they want to test how you would react in a certain situation or how you have reacted previously in that situation. So tell me a time when you've had to deal with challenging stakeholders or tell me a time when you've had to manage a team of people in uncertain times, kind of things like that. I find it really helpful if I write down what I'm going to say in bullet format or if I write it kind of word by word and then practice and practice and practice again and again and again what I'm going to say. So when I go into the interview, it's very, I guess, basically flawless mm-hmm. and I'm not umming and ahhing and stuttering. I just know exactly what I'm going to say. I've got an example to go back to. I also find that very helpful when I'm running through my CV because sometimes interview questions like, tell me about yourself or walk me through your experience and you have to walk the person through your cv line by line bit by bit and again i find that really helpful if i practice what i'm going to say so it's almost kind of memorized it just means that for me personally i come across as a bit more like slick professional unfazed and quite confident um, in what i'm going to say and that approach has always worked really well for me yeah that's a really good uh, tip. The questions like "Tell me about yourself" are questions so where a lot of people like they don't know what to say. It's like, uh, "I'm 29." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's the type of questions where I like to have some bullet points. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise I just I. I'm going to start babbling. I don't know what to say. And that's the thing, right? Like in the interview, that's one thing that I feel like you do not want to do. Like you don't want to babble and say something that's not relevant or meaningful. You want to be concise and clear. Like if the question is, tell me about yourself, I'm not going to mention my GCSE A-levels or university results and degree. It's not relevant. It's not important. I'm not going to talk about... um, like anything that involves non-work related well anything that involves kind of what happened what has happened prior to me starting my career I'm going to talk about my main highlights and then I'll probably talk a little bit about at the end you know what I'd like to do in my in my spare time to make me seem more human but what I don't want to do is just waffle 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 babble 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 because mm-hmm. I just don't feel like that shows that you can be succinct or and it's not engaging like don't underestimate how much people like people who are engaging and interesting and if you can't hold someone's interest in the interview then more than then they can just switch off the clear concise communication is something that is highly important Mm -hmm. people once you can communicate clearly it breeds confidence people now have more confidence in you and if you're interviewing for a, a position then they want to have confidence that you can handle yourself in that position, that Mm. you can talk to your colleagues or talk to customers in a way that is very professional Mm. and, you know, gets the point across and can handle pressure situations if you're in a job that needs to handle pressure situations. So, um, yeah, it's it's very important. Uh, Practice what you're going to say. Practice in front of a mirror um, or just you know practice if you some people like to have bullet points like you say some people like to write a full script just do whatever works for you yeah do whatever works for you tip number five be honest if you're having multiple interviews some some companies will actually speed up the process Mm. if you tell them look i'm being interviewed by this company this company this company It's it's actually an important tip because some people don't do this and um, maybe don't, they don't see the benefits of it. Mm. You know? I think maybe some people feel like that um, if you're going to interview for a company, sometimes that company wants you to say, this is the only place I've ever want to work, wanted to work for in my life. It's my dream to work here. You know, some companies want you to say that stuff, but it's not reality. So, you know, yes, 
I would like to work here, but you know what? I am interviewed at some other places. Who knows? You might not offer me a job. So, uh, yeah, I've got a couple of things in the pipeline. Mm. I've got a couple of things going. If you want to offer me a position or, or consider that I might be suitable for position, but we need to go through a few more rounds, that maybe you should schedule those rounds a yeah. little bit sooner, you know? And do you know what it is? You come across being more desirable. Mm. And people always like it when other people want you. Yeah, oh, definitely. Like, do you not hear stories where people say, oh, I like it when other other women think my man's hot and sexy. Like, <laughs> other, uh, uh, like some women out there like it that their man is considered to be desirable mm. by other women. It means that they've got a prime asset. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be true, yeah. So it's the same thing for companies, isn't it? It's like, wow, so you're here applying for... I don't know, Amazon, but Google and Sky and Netflix and TikTok and BT will want you. Yeah. Wow. What are you doing? Good life. <laughs> okay. I mean, this is this is a good point because I did interview for one company who I told, yeah, I mean, I've got other interviews going, right? I didn't actually necessarily have other, other interviews going at that time, but <laughs> I said that and they pushed me through the uh, process and I got the like the next two interviews mm. in the same week ah. and so yeah did, that went quite quickly however another company I uh, applied two weeks later I got my first interview mm. during that interview it went well and I said okay when's the next one I've got you know a couple of others in the pipeline you know oh are you interviewing mm. elsewhere I said yes um, he said, okay, so the second interview will be in a month's time. Okay, so I guess you don't want me then. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> uh, I bye. I think that's a really strong sign. Not only am I not that important to you right now, uh, but you must not need anybody for, for this position mm. right now. It's like, it's not very important to you. You know, some companies you have to understand are trying to fill spots. You know, they have budget for this number of people or they have these number of positions. They don't actually have work for those people. Yeah. They are just trying to fill positions. And once they've filled them, uh, we will think about what you can do. You know, what we'll see what kind of jobs come up and what yeah. we can get you doing. And eventually, sometimes you end up doing things that are completely, you know, not very useful to you. Right. Other companies, they've got a position, they've got clear um, work will, that they want you to yeah. do. They know exactly, you know, where they're going to put you as soon as you join. And if they need someone that, in that position soon, then they will put you through the process a mm -hmm. little bit quicker. Right. To see if you come through the other end. You may not, but they they want to give themselves the chance to get the right candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's. As people say, right, it's not just you being interviewed by them. It's also, you know, you interviewing them. Yeah, it's a two-way two -way thing. A, that's, two why, way that, thing. that's why I say it's like dating. Yeah, because yeah, you're right there. Um, I know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that actually leads on to the next tip, which is uh, go where you are appreciated and where your skills are appreciated mm -hmm. and I, I broke that down into like where you are appreciated and your skills appreciated because we know as black people we're not appreciated everywhere right not everywhere and so we need to um, try and identify places where they really don't appreciate us here and I personally have joined companies right where um, I know they didn't appreciate having a black person there straight up I know that getting so, real with the listeners I'm uh, getting real <laughs> and so there were situations after I joined and I don't know how long was that there six, I was there six months mm. and um, yeah you know I there were situations after I joined and there were the red flags during the interview process and, and stuff like that and there were also red flags on the first day mm. but I, I stuck it out I thought you know, maybe you know they're just not that warm people, but, you know, they're still good people. And, um, yeah, this, <laughs> it didn't work that out. That was and not because the case. I wasn't appreciated for who I am, right, uh, regardless of what my skills were, mm. right? And then there are other places now where 
I um I, I I went there and my skills weren't appreciated, right? Because sometimes when you are hired as a senior hire, you are expecting senior treatment. Mm. Or, you know, you're expecting, uh, at the very least, people to ask you some questions, mm. you know, <laughs> um, uh, maybe people to consider your opinion as the senior person, you know, how should we be going about doing certain things here because you've got all this experience yeah. that you've joined our company with. And um, and I know there are a lot of people in, in similar type of positions where you your seniority is not respected and they don't respect that experience and skills that you have brought. Yeah. Right. And so they don't ask you those questions. They're not interested in, uh, in what you think should happen. Um, all that stuff is driven by someone else or, you know, someone else in the business and therefore you're not appreciated. Yeah. 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 And that's why you want to go somewhere where you are appreciated for who you are and where your skills and experience are appreciated. No, I agree with that, but I think it can be hard to find that out in the interview process. I'll tell you one thing. There are some questions maybe you can ask to find that out, mm. right? So during the interview process, hopefully you're being interviewed by your manager or like the team that you're going to work with. Mm. Not always the case, but you know, hopefully you will be. And if you are, then you can ask them directly what, is it here that you expect me to bring? Mm. What what of my skills that what, what you my... need from me? Yeah, if yeah, they yeah. say if, if they of... say um, we need you to do some coding, right? But I'm a senior member of the team. Yeah, right. What 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 specifically do you want from me? Yeah, to bring to this team, like what specific, like what is it? What what in my CV? What, what what my skills? In? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What is my team deficient in? What is this team deficient in? What is it that you see on my CV that you can really leverage and use right. specific things? Because as you said, that will show how they are valuing your skills. Exactly, right? And I have that exact situation. I have gone to jobs and I said, okay, what do you need from me? And they say, we need an engineer to come in and do some coding, right? And it's like, oh, is that it? Because... I have ran projects before. I have done this before. But right? do you know what? And it's like, okay, well, it's, it's my mistake if I'm going to take a job where they say they don't need anyone who to to help with the direction of things, but to just do the uh, the manual labor in some sort of way, right? But do you know what? That comes back down to the first tip of what do you want from a company? What do you want yeah. from your role? What do you want from a job? Yeah. You may feel like, yes, you're seeing a yes, you've got this experience, uh -huh. but I don't want to do that stuff. I'm happy to, you know, not bring that. Let's say you're a developer. Yes, I'm happy to code, but I actually I don't want to manage the team. I don't want to be involved in the strategic direction of a project. Yeah. I'm happy just to kind of do the coding and I'm good for whatever reason that may be. So it all kind of comes into what you what want you from want. the company, what you want from the role. And then that then filters down into, okay, so what? how do I make sure that that the company appreciates me and then I'm appreciated for my skill set as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, completely, right? And uh, so if I took that, if I take that job, it's mm. completely my mistake, right? I've gone and taken the wrong job because yeah, that's not what I want. Mm, mm. I want to be involved in a strategic direction. I want to, you know, have my voice heard. I don't want to sit in the corner and be told what to code next, mm. right? You want to be more of, if you want to be more in that leadership position. Yeah. Yeah, some responsibility. Mm. Um, however, uh, I have been in other interview positions where the manager has told me, look, you have this experience, you've got these skills, like, for example, my consulting skills. That's we something want that. that we want. Mm. Yeah, that's something that we may lack in certain areas in our team. There is some understanding there that other team members don't have, and we want to bring that, and we want to help that to shape the direction of the mm. team to shape people's thinking to you know. but I think the fact that that person could say that and like like see that on your CV like, well first of all the fact that they could recognize that there's a deficit in their own team yeah see that in your CV and then communicate that back like that's what I want yeah to me that is a positive like if I'm thinking about companies I'm if I've got multiple companies that I'm 
interviewing at on the go, for me, that's going to be one that's going to stand out yeah. because you could identify what's on my CV and specifically call on things that I've done and said, yes, I like that. Because I've, I've done lots of interviews at different consultancies and I find what they struggle to do is is to kind of say, you've done this before, I want this now. Like, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we like the fact that you've kind of done, yeah, managing teams and like, yeah, you've been on like imp- implementation projects. Like, it's all very it's generic, bit, it's a bit high level, but they can yeah. never. But so like the fact that that person gave specifics about what you wanted and they've got they went into quite a lot of detail and even now kind of say, yes, they like that your consulting experience to me is a positive and a plus. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that's only a good thing. And the fact that that was recognised and recognize the skill I have and a deficit, that was a green flag to me. Because yeah. they can see where I fit in yes. directly yes. in the team, right? So that's how I knew that, right, this is a good one for me to go for. Yeah, I agree. So let me give you an experience of where I have felt unappreciated for the skills that I have. And this was a few years ago when I was interviewing at a consultancy company. And I had done, I think there was about like four rounds of interviews or something like that. Yeah, probably about four rounds of interviews. I had gone to the last round where I had done an an interview with the CEO. Past that round, I was told, yep, good to go. You know, they'd like to give you an offer. There's just one thing that you need to do. Mm -hmm. A numerical and verbal reasoning test. (laughs) <laughs> and the moment if I'm being really honest the moment I heard that I thought WTF yeah why am I doing I'm not a grad I'm not it's not a weaning out process you haven't got you haven't got 500 people applying and you can only got one job why on earth am I doing a, a verbal and numerical reasoning test a I'm not good at it b it has nothing to do with my skill set yeah. c it's absolute stupidness never do you have to do even maybe add two numbers together. No, I mean, rarely. Rare. So rarely. And I was not happy at all. But I thought to myself, you know what, I'll do the the tests. And I I spoke to a recruiter and I was like, you know, is this a deciding factor of me getting the job? I've already gone through all the interviews. Uh, The CEO was happy with me. Like, is this a, you know, is this a, a deal breaker, essentially? I was told, no, it was not. So I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll just fill it in. And if I'm being really honest, I didn't really, I didn't think I, you know, at times I got a bit bored through the test. Mm-hmm. And I just clicked on random numbers. I didn't give it, I didn't give it my all. I didn't practice beforehand. I just, just gave it one shot and was like, well, whatever. I got a message back from the um, company, like a phone call from a company saying that my scores were very low, like unusually low. And they would like me to do the test again, just to kind of see whether, you know, the score could increase or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, instead of being like, yeah, let's do it again, just send me the test. I'm like, like being super enthusiastic. I just said to the woman, you know, but do I have to do this? And just a little bit confused as to why this test is important for me to do, because it hasn't got any bearing or reference to the consulting that I bring. Yeah. Long story short, um, you know it didn't go any further I decided not to redo the test because I thought it was nonsense and stupid and they decided to not continue with the interview process for me yeah and I I just felt like that was a clear example of how my skill set was not recognized because they would rather say no to me because some stupid numerical and verbal reasoning tests that means squat diddly all then look at the experience that I've had in my consulting career and trump that above some stupid shl test that you do even talk to some of your references they weren't interested in doing weren't interested in any of that they didn't want to hear about all the projects that you have done the success but the thing is Uh, Stefan, i had already gone through like four rounds exactly and so what that means nothing okay and after that i realized if any company wants to give me that foolishness yeah Again, not interested that I'm out. I don't need to do it. I don't need to do it. I don't need to prove myself on a, on some stupid test that means shite all. Yeah. You know, recognize where your value is, recognize where you're appreciated and don't feel the need to 
bend over backwards, jumping over hoops to do some foolish test for some company when you when it doesn't mean nothing. Because I tell you what, you can go off and work somewhere else and do and do and not have to jump through as many ridiculous hoops. Mm, I I was done doing all those tests that I had. That have no bearing yeah, on my career. I'm done. When I finish my degree. Done. <laughs> done with all of that. Yeah. Done. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it's a case study, makes sense. I get it. Mm-hmm. Case study that's linked to your, you know, your consulting. So the type of work that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Valid. No problems. But if you're telling me here to look at this graph and work out X, Y, and Z. And you know how can you get a percentage? Yeah, no, there's okay. nonsense or whatever the the verbal reasoning tests are. Is oh look at all these numbers. So look at all these texts and see what the commonality is, or mm, do a comprehension patterns. exercise, or yeah, look at the patterns. Mm. What's this? What, what are we doing here? What are we doing? So yeah, I really I felt like my my skill set wasn't wasn't appreciated because I was jumping over those hoops, and even still, despite going through the entire interview process they 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 did that those tests were a deal breaker and because they were upset that I didn't show enthusiasm to want to repeat the test again you know they didn't want to progress and I was also in the same position that I didn't want to progress yeah you know it went nowhere right. um so yeah I could yeah know your value exactly. know where know where you're going to be appreciated make sure your skill set's appreciated mm. yeah you know, I'm going to give you one more example of that one, because I think where you're appreciated as black people is really important. And mm. I had a, another experience different from the one I mentioned earlier, where I went for an interview for a company and I got there early, you know, uh, signed in. They contacted the person to come speak to me and I was sat at reception. I sat at reception for maybe 15 minutes mm. and nobody came. Uh, during that time, I saw certain people come downstairs, look around, and go back upstairs. And um, bearing in mind, reception was like very tiny, like the size of, you know, standard bedroom, maybe. And I was the only person sitting there. Okay. Right. Um, I said to a receptionist, um, you know, are they running late? You know, where are they? And she said, oh, she'll contact them. They came down. And I saw someone come down again, same person as before, look around and start to go upstairs. And I, at that point, I say, oh, hi, are you looking for me? And she turns around and says, oh, are you Stefan? I'm like, yes, I am. Oh, 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 oh sorry, I didn't realize that was you. Okay. Um, you're not what you sound, you don't look like how you sounded on the phone. Because a week earlier, I had done a phone interview that had gone very well. And I'm like, okay, right. Uh, go upstairs. During, we're going upstairs. Um, she asked me if I want water and, and that sort of thing. And as I enter the interview room, I sit down and she asks me, am I from here? Am I from here? I didn't expect it to sort of be you that would show up. I thought it would probably be somebody who looks a bit differently you've got a very nice accent she said obviously I use my interview voice on the interview and so um, at that point in time regardless of how the interview went on from there because it was terrible um, I knew I was not appreciated in this building but do you know what it is I don't even think appreciation is the right word for what happened Mm. I think it's more the case of so many different things that woman who went down i don't know whether she was from hr or from the team you'd be working in she was actually the lead of the team okay even worse so she was well it's all it doesn't matter it's, it's not even even worse it's all as bad that lead of the team went down and she saw you and thought there is no way mm. that this black man could be here for this job yeah so she had already unconsciously put her own bias prejudices thoughts stereotypes onto you yeah and then so for me listening back and I've heard that story many times but listening back to that story if that if you had worked for that company and worked for that woman she would never have 
I don't think, believe that you are capable of the job that you were doing because she's already put you in a box. Yeah. And you would have had to approve yourself again and again and again and again and again to her because her mind wouldn't even have been, like she couldn't, she can't even comprehend that you being a black male can do this job. And then it's a case of, you know, oh, you speak really well. Are you from here? You know, all those microaggressions would have come up into the workplace and you'd have been very conscious and very aware of your blackness, even more so than you are normally yeah. being in predominantly white spaces. It's not even the fact of appreciation, it was a fact of, they've got a lot of learning that they need to do in their DNI space, basically. Mm, and do I company. want to be the guinea pig and tester? Nah, mm. don't think so. It was a small company. I don't really believe they had a DNI or anything like that. Um, even the way during the interview, uh, I was sort of demonstrated my experience and saying, uh, if you want to achieve your goals, then this is the type of direction you need to go in. And uh, they were like, yeah, we we don't want to do any of that. We just want to sort of fly the seat of, by the seat of our pants and uh, see how it goes from there. So I just knew that, you know, it wasn't going to be a good fit for me. Uh, and I was just not interested in joining a team that was going to treat me differently to everybody else. Mm. And that's another thing as well. If you are going through the interview process and you do see red flags, you're, do you know what I mean? Walk away. It's you know you're 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 dating your future husband here. You know, <laughs> feel free to walk away if you yeah. don't think that if you don't think that company is a right fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on to the next tip. Mm-hmm. Be open-minded. Yes, be open-minded. Um, I think this also goes down to uh, tip two, which is to read Glassdoor because sometimes you can read reviews and you can hear things about companies from other people or people who um, you know who work there, and um, you can get like a bad impression. And so if you're gonna go for an interview, you may as well be open-minded. You may as well go thinking that there's the uh, possibility that this could tick all your boxes and search to see whether it does tick all your boxes and whether it is suitable for you. And it, And you may be correct in your uh, thinking that mm. it doesn't fit your boxes, but um, yeah, it could uh, it could still be suitable for you. So just be open minded, you know, if you're going to go for an interview at all. Let me tell you a story where I was open minded in an interview process. So I was interviewing for a company that had a consulting arm to it, and it had about five different interview stages. So very 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 long. And in one of the interview stages, I had to have dinner with three men from the company. That's an interview stage. As an interview stage. I have never. We had Italian after work. Would they done that? Would they have done that for a man? Probably. I, I didn't put it down to my yeah, my sex, but I just dinner? thought it was why dinner. And I remember just being like, "This is going to be evening. really st- yeah." In the evening, it wasn't even lunch. And I remember, and it was three men. That, that, they, they, they were so unfair. They couldn't even give me like a woman. Is that like, professional? They they were very professional. They didn't do anything. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, I can say, I was about to say it wasn't awkward. No, no, no. It was 100% awkward because <laughs> <laughs> it's an interview, right? So they're asking you questions. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, oh, it wasn't like a, a consultant meet where you're like, oh, no, we'll talk to you about what the company's like. I think like, no, no, no. It was a full-blown like interview um, just over dinner. So then obviously you can't escape because you're going to have like, I think we had like at least two, like, they all got starters. Mm-hmm. So the moment they get started, you know, you're here for a while. Mm-hmm. And so you can't escape. And then also another reason why it's awkward, you can't just eat anything. You can't just have like ribs. <laughs> do you know what I mean chicken wings so then in the back of your mind like oh my gosh I have to make sure my table manners are on point yeah so I felt like I was on a date with three men wow but it wasn't a date it was for a job now I had to be very open-minded because I thought it was very strange very bizarre the only good thing was that the meal was free and that is probably it but obviously I had to do it after work so it, it cut into my own time I wonder if they still in hindsight that. I should have realized this was a red flag 
and yeah. I should have been like, what interview process would put me, <laughs> would make me go to dinner with three guys? But again, you know, just an example of how sometimes you may need to be open-minded <laughs> when doing, when venturing onto um, I mean, interview. You processes. never know. Maybe the interview process is absolutely terrible, borderline unprofessional, but you could love working there. You could, you could. <laughs> so just be open-minded. <laughs> you never know. Tip number eight, consider the package, the benefit package, the development opportunities, and obviously the good old salary. Mm-hmm. Take it all in, take it all into consideration. Um, you know, if your base salary is a certain amount and it may not be what you want, the fact that you can get a guaranteed bonus every year or a guaranteed pay rise every year could potentially trump a really high salary, but where you don't get a bonus and where you don't get that guaranteed pay rise. So really just take everything into consideration, especially the the development opportunities. It's called a package for that reason. Yes, you're right. It's called a package for that reason. Um, But yeah, definitely. Um, Like shares, um, joining bonuses, yearly bonuses, quarterly bonuses are things that some companies provide, but also... Um, healthcare opportunities. You know, sometimes they will sign you up to healthcare for you and your family. Um, dentistry, you know, um, what else? Gyms. And Gyms. Stuff. You know, there's, there's all these other opportunities of... Packages to look out for, isn't it? And to think about. Benefits. Benefits, yeah. Because yeah. even in the company that I'm in right now, one of the benefits is cinema tickets. And we've, you know, how many times have I, you know, <laughs> given you the perk of a, of a free cinema ticket every now and again? And right now during lockdown, we get free, um, like we can watch certain movies um, online, online yeah. uh, for free as well. Yeah, rent them. Uh, yeah, rent them for like a couple of days and we get them for free. It's and not that's, a big benefit. It's not a big benefit. Yeah, it's you know? not, it's not, not a reason it's, to choose It's company, not a reason to stay. But, yeah. you know, alongside everything else, it's a nice thing to have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And when you are considering that whole package and, and all the different benefits that come with it, really, I would encourage everyone out here to negotiate their salary. Yes, definitely. Negotiate your salary. Negotiate the whole package, right? But there are certain things that are standard most of the time, like how much they add into your pension is usually the same for everyone. Um, your um, holiday allowance will be yeah, the same. In general. Yeah, sometimes you can negotiate that. Sometimes some companies give, you know, yeah. uh, some people some more and, and stuff like that. Or there's different different holiday Depends. options for different levels. levels yeah. Stuff like that. But yes, the salary joining bonuses, um, that type of thing you can negotiate and try and push up. Mm. Yeah. And so if you've gone through the interview process, the interview process, and they have identified you in a position that they want to see you in, they've identified skills that are important to them, you know, you want to work there as well and they want you to work there, then maybe you have a little bit of leverage to say, so this is what I'm asking for. Yeah, I agree. And we'll do an episode on how to negotiate your salary as well, because um, I've, I've been able to successfully negotiate my salary previously when I've moved company. So we've got experience in that. And I know for a lot of people, it can feel quite daunting, quite embarrassing and, 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 and ultimately an uncomfortable conversation to have. But I would say, as Stefan mentioned, you know, you're in a, if they want you and you want them, you're in a good position to kind of negotiate and discuss it and have that open conversation. And you want to make sure that you kind of walk in with a salary that you're happy with. Um, But I would, I would, you know, highly recommend that, that people um, negotiate that, their, their salary, or at least try to broach that conversation. And if it's a no, then it's a no, but at least you can say that you've done it. Yes, definitely. And the final tip is uh, try not to jump at the first offer you have because you want to leave a job. You know, consider does it tick all the boxes that we mentioned previously? Mm. And also think to yourself, if you 
do go for a job and you get the offer, it is okay to turn down a job offer. Mm-hmm. You know? It's difficult to do for some people, especially if it's the only offer you've had so far. And especially if you've been searching for a long time, mm. you know, I mean, I can understand how difficult that is to, to turn down a decision yeah. for a company that you don't think is right for you. Uh, sometimes you can accept a, a, an offer uh, keep and keep looking after you've accepted an offer. So that is also an option. But if you just do not see yourself working there at all, it is okay to also turn it down. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And as you said, it can be hard to do. But your career is such a long time, so you have to try to think kind of long term in this as well. Yeah. So I think that sort of covers what we wanted to talk about today and uh, gives everybody some ideas to work with, some tips that hopefully help you with your job search this January. Good luck with everybody's job search, especially if you're trying to move on from somewhere that is a bit toxic for you. Mm. Okay, we'll leave it there and we will catch up with you all next week. Bye. Bye. If you have any questions or dilemmas, email us on ordinaryblackprofessionals at gmail.com or we can be found on Instagram and Twitter at ordinaryblackprofessionals. Also, don't forget to follow us, subscribe and leave a rating and comment. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.